We're going to play Electric Light Orchestra uh, from last year, Showdown, which I thought was a great record, and I was expecting it to be number one, but I don't think uh, UA got their fingers out and pushed it. This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 015, Showdown. Showdown was released as a single only. The song was included on the American version of ELO's tertiary album On the Third Day, but not the British release. The single was released in England on September 14, 1973, and October 6 in the United States. It was recorded in April 1973 at the Air Studios in London under the working titles Bev's Trousers No. 7 and All Over the World. Clint Rhodes of the Herald Standard wrote on November 19, 2015, that the song uses the symbolism of rain as a powerful force. Showdown uses it to illustrate the heartache of a love coming to an end. On January 21, 2016, Jeff Lynn said in a Rolling Stone article, The lyrics don't mean anything really. It's just a story. A made-up scenario. A lot of people ask me what my songs mean, and I have no idea. It means something different to me every time I sing it. In the January 2013 issue of Goldmine, Jeff said, I remember writing that song in my mom and dad's front room. I'd left home by that time, but had set up all my gear in my studio in the front room because I hadn't moved anywhere that had enough space to have anything. So I'd go back there to make demos. I knew when I played this riff that it was going to be great. That was the one time when I took it into the cutting room, and there was this nice guy there. And he said, you know, this song has such class. And I was thrilled because I'd never heard the word class attached to anything I'd done before. Mark Bolin of T-Rex was a friend of Jeff's since the idol race was a thing. He loaned Jeff his 1953 Gibson Firebird for Showdown's guitar solo. In the liner notes for the Harvest Years, 1970-1973, Jeff wrote, I used Mark's guitar. He had really thick strings on it and that really hurt to play. I kept trying different styles all the time and Showdown was like an R&B type thing which suited the cellos. It was using the strings that were there in different ways, sometimes in a pseudo-classical way and sometimes in a soulful way. It was the first time violinist Mick Kaminsky played with ELO and the last time they recorded for Harvest. 
The song was used in the 1977 movie Joyride, 1999's Outside Providence, Wild Hogs in 2007, American Translation in 2011, and the scene that always cracks Jeff up, 1996's Kingpin. It was sampled in 2012 by Full Tote Odds for their song Southern Wind, and was used in the Xbox 360 video game promo film Skate 2 in 2009. Hi, I'm Eric Winsensen. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And Showdown, probably one of the first ELO songs I ever heard. And I really, really like this one. I've always liked the way that the strings are integrated in there to try and... Well, for a song called Showdown, it doesn't have that much of a Western feel, but it still sounds like somebody's going to get their little bottom whooped at some point. <laughs> this is about as tough, I think, as Jeff Len ever got, even though he kind of undercuts it with it's raining all over the world, but still a good chorus, though. I know John Lennon liked this song a lot. I never did. And uh, the weird thing is, I can't tell you why. I just never really liked it that much. Maybe it just doesn't hit my ear right or something. I think the strings have gotten better since the last two albums. He's making progress. I do like the string plucks during the song, and I like that middle section where all the strings are out of phase, but when I first heard it, again, on Ole ELO, it was probably my ELO primer, I heard it and it's like, I, I, don't, I don't like this song. And just because of that, I decided I'm going to make on the third day the last ELO album I buy since I've started collecting ELO albums. And I did, until about a month later when Balance of Power came out. I know people are crazy about this song and they love it, but for me, it, it didn't really do anything for me. Well, one thing I do have to say is there is a... I'm going to put a caveat in here. The verses. On the verses, there is a very uh, striking resemblance to a certain Marvin Gaye song called I Heard It Through the Grapevine. I should have just ticked off everybody and said, the California Raisins song, I Heard It <laughs> Through the Grapevine, just so everybody starts commenting, he doesn't know who Marvin Gaye is, but still, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to troll that badly. Yeah, that you can really hear it in the verses, but the strings do kind of undercut that, so it isn't too much of a carbon copy, and the chorus is way completely different. I think it's really the chorus of It's Raining All Over the World that gets a lot of people's, that, that sticks in a lot of people's memories. Well, you'd be trolling people who are over 30. I think any of our listeners who might be younger than that would just be confused. But I, and I felt kind of dumb. I didn't know this until about two days ago when on that John Lennon tape when he was on the radio. Now for those uh, people who like to know where licks and things come from, which I do, because I'm always nicking little things myself. This is a beautiful combination of I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye and uh, lightning strikes again, Lou Christie.
same interview, though, John Lennon also said that they were the son of the Beatles. Yes, he did. And it's a nice group. I call them son of Beatles, although they're doing things that we never did, obviously. But I remember the statement they made when they first formed was to carry on from where the Beatles left off with Walrus, and they certainly did. Which I just must have sent Jeff over the moon. I just being such a huge Beatles guy to, to have one of the Beatles say, Dude, I like your song. I'm proclaiming you the son of the group that you love. Wouldn't you like to be declared the son of Jeff Lynn? Especially when Inheritance Tag came along. Hey, yeah. That'd be good, too. I just do. Uh, I have I have such a long way to go if I'm ever to be compared by, to Jeff Lynn. There's a video for this song. This is the first time there's an ELO actual video. It's not just, like, yoinked from a TV performance or something like that. There's really not much to the video. From what I found out, they're um, near the River Thames, and it's just them standing out there playing the song. And boy, is Jeff bushy. I know he's always had a lot of hair and beard, but in this video, he's he looks like a Muppet. The beard is really bushy, the hair is really bushy, and it's, it's um... Yeah, it's 1973, man. Yeah. Well, the promo videos from back then were usually try to be wacky or weird or something like that. I kind of like it that the fact that they're just standing there performing the song. And it actually, one thing that got me about the video is it actually shows how well the strings are being integrated in at this particular point, where it's no longer intrusive. Yes. You got two cellos and a violinist as the actual members of the group, and so it looks like an entire effort, not just a bunch of parts assembled together to uh, try and be experimental or anything. He's finally realizing exactly where the band's sound should be going. I will give this to Showdown. At least the strings are actually part of the band and not like, here's the strings, we're an orchestra. And here's the rock song. It's not like it's being shoved in your face that, look, we got strings here and we're using them. They work with the song and it's like more part of the song instead of like shoving it in your face. We got strings and we're an orchestra too. Well, we have a little bit of a disagreement here. I, I've always loved this particular song and it sounds like on your end it just never really did much for you. It never did? Got something to say about Showdown? Then call the telephone line voicemail and leave a message at 623-850-3375. Was it a hit or was it... Showdown was the third single released by the Electric Light Orchestra. Originally as a non-album single in 1973, and it reached the number 12 position on the UK singles charts that year. The highest country that it reached a position in was Norway, getting all the way up to number 9. It hit number 47 in Canada, was 28 in the Netherlands, but only got up to number 53 on the US Billboard Hot 100. Despite the fact that it has been featured in a number of movies like Kingpin, and is now considered one of the classics of Electric Light Orchestra. The B-side was an instrumental version of In Old England Town, E number two, that was not found on Electric Light Orchestra 2. Showdown has been covered by Odia Coates in 1975, The Cadets in 1981, Jack Livingston Orchestra and Singers, Electric Light Orchestra Part 2 in 1992, Asia in 1996, Phil Bates, in 1996, Geese Fighters in 2000, Richard Barone in 2001, P. Hawks in 2005, The Staples in 2005, 3K Static in 2008, Ting Sek also in 2008, and in 2012 by the Electric Light Orchestra. 
You can find links for some of these remakes on our Face the Music Facebook page. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I loved it. I even danced to it. I did it. I loved it. Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. Contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group. You can financially support the podcast by going to podomatic.com slash podcasts slash lntcs and click on the PayPal button. Next week, episode 016, Ocean Breakup, King of the Universe.